one thing worth a rant is the British monarchy. There are few things people more stereotypically associate with the United Kingdom than the royal family, with their fancy hats, silly accents, and ostentatious ceremony. While I couldn't be less interested in the banal soap opera that is their lives, it's obvious that heaps of people do. But the latest crisis to rock the Windsors is actually a little more interesting. How will Harry and Meghan parting ways with their official duty affect the institution? Now whenever I complain about the monarchy, most people's first response is, yeah sure, but they don't have any real power, do they? Oh no? The only thing keeping the power of the monarch in check is actually the Queen herself. Her strategy is one Aaron Burr from Hamilton would approve of. Talk less. Smile more. Don't let people know what you're against or what you're for. But just because the royals choose not to act on the authority invested in them doesn't mean they don't have explicit powers. The Queen can declare war, is literally above the law and immune to any kind of prosecution in the UK, and also tends to receive diplomatic immunity from virtually every country in the world. I mean, it's pretty plausible that she could commit a crime almost anywhere on Earth and be free from any legal repercussions. No monarch has appeared in court since Charles I in 1649, and that didn't end particularly well as he was executed for high treason. The Queen isn't just above the law, she is the law. But wait, it gets better. She is also allowed to commandeer any ships in British waters for service to the realm. For some reason, she has first dibs on any whales that wash up on shore. And all those swans you see in the park, they also technically belong to her. Maybe that explains why they're so arrogant. The royal family's lives aren't just ordained by the state. They are the state. The queen isn't the head of government, no, that's the prime minister. But she is the head of state and also the official state religion of the Anglican Church. Despite Britain being one of the most secular populations in the world, this still exists. Now, this can actually have some advantages. Splitting up these roles makes it much easier to confront politicians in government without the stigma of a lack of patriotism. The opposition party is actually obligated to criticize and push back against those in power. It's a foundation of the British system. And let's be honest, watching endless clips of the circus that is parliamentary debate in Britain has certainly been one of the highlights of the flaming political dumpster fire in the last few years. I do say, my friend, and right honourable gentleman from Uxbridge, perhaps has the charisma of a damp rag. Order! I already miss John Burko. But the monarch actually has exercised their powers in more modern times probably most notably through the Commonwealth. It's easy to forget that the Queen is also the head of state and monarch in Canada, Australia, New Zealand, Jamaica, and a number of other countries, 16 in total. All of these governments serve at the request of Her Majesty. The best example of this complex relationship is perhaps the 1975 Australian constitutional crisis known as the Dismissal. On the 11th of November, the Queen's official representative in Australia, the Governor-General, kicked out the sitting Australian Labour government, appointed the opposition leader as interim Prime Minister, and forced the general election. What's absolutely crazy to me is that the disenfranchised Labour Party ran a campaign around democracy and sovereignty, and yet lost in a landslide. 
Perhaps it was because they had been so unbelievably inept leading up to that point, but nonetheless, the Australian public did not rebuke this extension of imperial power at the polls. And even after this debacle, the law down under was barely changed, so this could theoretically still happen again today. Better watch out, Canada. The only other thing that keeps the monarch in check is public opinion. Many have wondered whether the Queen would do something to help break the quagmire of Brexit negotiations these past years. But she didn't. And likely because being too political could turn many of her core supporters away from the royal family. There are fractures in this disunited kingdom, and the same rifts that divide people on the European Union correlate to things like support of the royals. The last great vestige of the imperial legacy synonymous with the apex of Britain's role in the world. A nostalgic vision, perhaps, of the past creating a desire to see Britain be great again. When you ask people how they feel about Harry and Meghan's choice to step away from the institution which best represents this focus on the past, the same divisions appear. Just look at how the media portray Meghan differently than they do Kate. My favorite example of this is two headlines, both from the Express, about each of them eating avocados, respectively. For Kate, the headline read, Kate's morning sickness cure? Prince William gifted with an avocado for pregnant duchess. But for Meghan, the headline read, Meghan Markle's beloved avocado linked to human rights abuse and drought. Millennial shame. Now maybe it's just blatant racism. Maybe it's something more insidious. Probably both. But perhaps the most salient point from this latest kerfluffle is that the monarchy is again becoming yet another toxic battle line for the polarization plaguing us. I believe it was Chomsky who wrote something like, people in power's first prerogative is to preserve the system which got them there. And that's why you see so little radical change come from within institutions of power themselves. And unless the court of public opinion shifts against it, I wouldn't expect the institution of the monarchy to break from the mold there. Thanks for listening to One Thing Worth a Rant by me, Jeremy Pennycook. This is the podcast where I share my thoughts on a single theme in the style of my typical diatribe. Let me know what you think or if you have any ideas for a good topic. Talk soon.